0: Hello, and you're listening to the latest episode of The Naked Nerd. I'm The Naked Nerd himself. How's it going, everyone? So, it's been such a long time. uh, About, I'm going to say, three or four weeks since my last episode. Um, And it's not been because I don't love you guys to death. It's been quite a, well, quite a wild four weeks, Um, I've been suffering from uh, migraines, which has not really uh, helped things go along smoothly. Um, I've also been quite busy at work, uh, because it's that time of the year. Um, It's the most awkward time of the year. Uh, Yes, that's right. Um, But enough about work, because I probably shouldn't say what I do. Uh, because I could get into trouble. Um, but enough of that. Um, so I am doing much better than I was over the last couple of weeks. Um, though always double check that your medication is at the right dosage because sometimes it can lead to uh, unintentional and unequivocally weird side effects. Um... But, enough about me, let's talk about what we're going to be talking about on this show. So, so far, um, I would like to talk about, I actually do a bit of a review on a few things. So, um, I'm going to be doing a little bit of a review on the latest Pokemon games, Pokemon Sword and Shield. I'm also going to be talking about um, the latest Star Wars game, The Fallen Order. As well as talk about uh, my love of Star Wars, uh, given uh, episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker, coming out in December. As well as a bit of a breakdown on the good, the bad and the ugly of Star Wars. So, let's get started by talking about Pokemon. So, I've been a fan of Pokemon for years. I've been playing since... It was released here in Australia back in the late, mid to late 90s. Um, my first game was Pokemon Red, the original cartridge, which was really awesome at the time. Now, today's kids probably won't get the whole uh, two-bit entertainment of Nintendo, but back then, it was groundbreaking and was just really awesome. Now, um... I'm going to be reviewing Pokemon Sh- Sword and Shield. Now, I'm only 90% done with the game because I've been taking my time. Um, I have been uh, playing this game for the last couple of weeks. And I have to say, it is not a bad game whatsoever. Um, there's been a bit of anticipation because of... Um, Of different changes, particularly to the national decks. Uh, Sorry, the national Pokédex for those who uh, do not know what I'm talking about. So, there's a national Pokédex, which um, basically covers all Pokemon from all the different regions, and unfortunately, some have been taken out for this particular game, Um, which. I don't think it's an entirely good thing, but it's not entirely a bad thing, because um, with all the games that have come out, there's no real way of getting them to the Switch yet. Um, Now, that being said, I um, thoroughly enjoyed this installment, so let's do a review. So, once again, we are in this lovely world of Pokemon, however, it has changed quite so much, because we're now in the region of Galar. Now, Galar is a new region, which is a little bit, uh, I would say, interesting, because it is based on the UK, particularly England and Scotland. Um, uh, Yes, that's right, I did a bit of a Scottish accent right there. Um, I'm probably going to be shot for that. But anyway... um, This particular installment, the the particular region itself, is based on a lot of aesthetics that um, are really uh, traditional with England and um, Scotland. And it's actually quite interesting to have a look. Um, Now, the actual journey of the game itself, uh, you start off as someone who has basically uh, not just a, not arrived in this new uh region but someone who's been there for a while and uh basically you are the character uh and your friend is basically a of a champion so uh this guy hop Yeah, Hop's his name. Um, I'm not sure where that actually came from, because it really sounds random. But Hop is basically the brother of a champion who uh, has recently won the Pokemon League. Um, And so, you and Hop journey together around the Galar region. Um, With the Galar region, what um, it has to offer is quite spectacular um, the different scenery, the, the long, uh, and large amounts of, uh, fields and different terrain is just brilliant and beautiful, um, I will say that, um, it actually is quite a very, uh, I would say beautiful world, but back to the plot, so, you and Hop, basically start the game uh by going to see Hop's brother uh the new champion and he basically gives you the choice of three pokemon and um so we have Grookey so that is the grass pokemon uh then you have Scorbunny which is the fire bunny pokemon then, you have Sobel, which uh, is basically the Tadpole water Pokemon. Um, so, these are your three starters that you get in the beginning of the game. And so, you have to use these particular starters, uh, or one of them. You get ch- chosen one of them. Um, and you begin the game. And so, with most of Pokemon games, uh, you have to battle these... Uh, leader trainers known as gym leaders um, But in this particular version of Pokemon, uh, there's actually a little bit of a change so um, In previous Pokemon games there has been changes to basically make your Pokemon stronger um, In Pokemon X and Y there was mega evolution with Pokemon Sun and Moon there was uh, Z moves here in this particular version of Pokemon, you have Dynamaxing. So, Dynamaxing is uh, basically where you use a certain device to allow your Pokemon to become basically the size of a building. And this particular move allows Pokemon to use extreme moves, max moves. Uh, max moves are basically the maximum uh, type of, of uh, move that's available. So, um, with that, uh, it actually depends on what type of Pokemon you have. Um, so, back in the early days of Pokemon, there used to be uh, normal types. Uh, fire, water, grass, uh, flying poison, and I believe, um, ice, yes, um, oh, it's psychic as well, sorry, and ghost types, but then, it kept on getting bigger, so then, then we had dragon, steel, um, fairy types, um, and, yeah, it just kept on going up and up and up with the types, um, uh, and it's just uh, quite interesting to see this game develop, but uh, with Dynamaxing, so your Dynamax moves depends on what type of Pokemon you have, so you could have like uh, a uh, massive fire attack, uh, or massive water attack, and it's actually quite interesting to understand and actually see for yourself, but for me personally, I'd do like this particular game and how it's unfolded. Um, I haven't finished it yet. I have only just defeated the, um, the eight gym leaders. Um, now I'm in the Pokemon Championships. Um, in the game, of course, not the literal Pokemon Championships, because, um, I'm not that particularly good in real life. Um, but anyway, um, for those of you wanting to play Pokemon Sword and Shield, it's only available on the Nintendo Switch. Um, I would definitely recommend it, uh, f- particularly for those gamers who love their Pokemon so much. I would happily, happily recommend it. Um, I will say, though, that um, if you're after like a long story, uh, I would take your time with the game especially if you want to be immersed in the uh, the graphics which I was heavily immersed because of how was really designed and so I would give Pokemon Sword and Shield um, a 9 out of 10 because I still haven't finished it yet A 9 out of 10 so that's 9 out of 10 naked peeps Um, and that is my review of Pokemon So, moving on to Star Wars. So, Star Wars. Um, Star Wars has been part of my life since I was 11 years old. Star Wars has been the best thing that has ever happened to me along with Doctor Who. But for me, Star Wars has always been something that I've referenced. Something that I've uh, always thought about when I talk to people. It's also been something that I've really uh, engaged with because of the amount of different lore that's there. Now, um, the reason why I'm talking about Star Wars because recently they released... Uh, the people at Star Wars have released a new game, The Fallen Order. Uh, sorry, Jedi Fallen Order. Jedi Fallen Order is the latest game to come out from EA. Um, after a series of disappointing games over the last couple of years, um, however, this particular game, I would say, has done so much uh, that it's actually they actually listened to uh, their fans who cried out for a for a really good game for a proper game this time, so. The Jedi Fallen Order. So, there's no spoilers in this particular review, um, but basically, you play a Padawan, uh Knee Jedi Knight called Cal, and it's been four years since the events of Revenge of the Sith, or Episode 3, um, and he is on the run from um, the Empire and the Jedi uh, inqu- sorry, the, the Inquisitors. Uh, the Inquisitors are, uh, particularly force-sensitive, uh, Empire workers who try and hunt down the Jedi. Now, he's been on the run for four years and works as a mechanic such uh metal scraper. Um, and, um, it wasn't until, uh, one particular day where he was uh, doing a job where he actually had to use his uh, Jedi abilities. Now, unfortunately, this is where the journey begins, as one of the Inquisitors uh, has tried to get a hold of him. And we go through this journey of him trying to... uh, Reconnect with the Force and uh, go on a journey to find a way to bring back the Jedi Order. Now, this particular game in itself, it really took uh, me to a place where good games should be. The world in itself, just like the Pokemon games, the world in this particular game was immersed. And I felt... Like, I was actually there. The the design of the trees, the design of the Empire headquarters, uh, the design of certain um, planets, um, and I have to say I was heavily immersed. So, with uh, fall, Jedi Fallen Order, you get to go to several different planets. And... Um, And and on these planets, you have to uh, basically. uh, Okay, so you basically have to um, complete certain missions. And these missions, in themselves, uh, are critical because they eventually help with the main plot of trying to return the Jedi Order to existence. Now, I'm not going to spoil the game. But I will say that it has quite a lot of different things out there, so the different force abilities including uh, force pull, force push, um, the use of lightsaber moves, like it's just amazing uh, what a cow can do in this game. Um, You also get uh, additional help from a droid known as uh, BD-1. And so, BD-1 helps you along in this particular game. And it's quite a spectacular adventure. I haven't finished this game either, because I've been taking my time in being so immersed with the game. Uh, Being so immersed with the character development, and just being amazed at how this game actually looks. Now, I will say that it is... Highly recommended, especially if you are wanting to uh, play a game uh, of in the Star Wars universe that actually feels like you are in the Star Wars universe and can actually say that you're proud of. Um, Unfortunately, with previous installments like the Battlefront series for the latest consoles, um, it hasn't been too grand. Um, only because of what it's done what they've done in the launch rather than uh, what's happened afterwards with DLC or downloadable content for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about so it's actually really great that the people at EA finally have listened to their to their fans to the consumers who basically have have to play this game or these games that uh, they are creating. So big shout out to EA and a big shout out to everyone involved in a uh, Jedi Fallen Order because I believe that you've done a really good job with it. Now, Star Wars in general, I am really excited for because Episode Nine, the Rise of Sky- so Rise of Skywalker, is it the Rise of Skywalker? I don't, know. Uh, but. Skywalker is definitely rising, um, now, I have to say, I am really excited, now, I know people have been, um, pretty much dissing the last couple movies for a number of different reasons, including, and, um, unrealistically being unfair about things like having a black stormtrooper, because blacks... Uh, people can't be stormtroopers, which I believe is a really huge cop out and just really untrue. and makes no sense whatsoever. Um, some of the criticism has also uh, come into fire because uh, the new, the newest Jedi Hope is female, which I don't understand either because um, un- unless you are, you know, born under a rock, or you know, lived. ...in some sort of um, backwards Darwinian universe. There are things called females... ...who who are allowed to actually have the opportunity to do the things that males can do. Um, the other criticism comes from uh, The Last Jedi. Because, um, and some of the, the actual reviews that came in... ...was that there was too many battle scenes in Star Wars... So, literally, there was too many uh, space scenes in Star Wars. So, there was too much Star Wars in Star Wars, which makes no sense whatsoever. But, apparently, there was some issue because people thought that Luke should have returned to help the people. But, it, it's not supposed to be the, the exact copy of Empire Strikes Back. Um, it's supposed, it was supposed to be something different. Um, and people really thought that, um, that they were going to get some sort of reveal. And the thing is, um, if you really think about it, if whenever trying, uh, trying to, whenever people try and do something new, there's always going to be some sort of hate. Particularly with The Last Jedi, people really hated on Ryan Johnson, the, the, the director, because, um, he didn't do certain things, or he didn't explain certain things properly. Um, but the thing is, though, he, movies are not supposed to explain entire the entire thing all the time. It's meant to actually leave people with questions. It's not supposed to answer everyone's questions. Otherwise, um, movies would be uh, eight hours long. Um, actually, it will probably be a two-hour film, Followed by about six hours of Q&A. But that's my thing. But with The Last Jedi, I actually liked it. um, Though it is going to be uh, quite a sad uh, realisation when I will watch Rise of Skywalker. uh, To know that Carrie Fisher filmed her last scenes, uh, which were used for The Last Jedi, and which are going to be used for Rise of Skywalker. Um, it's going to be a sad realisation because, for those of you who don't know, Carrie Fisher passed away uh, before the release of The Last Jedi, back in 2000 and... I'm going to say 16. Yes, it was 2016 because that was a great year of... of celebrity deaths. Um, and... basically... Um, her moments in the f- in the rise of Skywalker are going to be uh, posthumously put in. I will say this, so um, I'm really looking forward to how this chapter ends, particularly with the latest trailer, which seems to suggest that the Emperor has been involved for quite some time, or it will be involved, um, and. I can't wait to go watch it but I will say uh, I keep saying that but I will say this um, Star Wars has been a part of my life um, and it will continue to be a, a big part of my own life so uh, do yourself a favor and go watch Star Wars um, oh yes I also forgot um, uh Quite recently, and by recently, I mean over the last couple of weeks, there's been the release of Disney Plus, which is the latest uh, streaming service brought to you by Disney, which is basically Netflix, but the Disney version. And it has all the Star Wars, it has most of the Disney content with more to come, it has a lot of the Marvel Universe all the, uh, MCU movies and it's quite spectacular. It also has quite uh, a number of movies that are, that, um, were only acquired because, um, Disney bought Fox. And so you need to get yourselves on there. There is a seven day free trial with Disney plus. So, um, That's good, so if you only want to have a look at it for the week, you can do that, and you can basically uh, cancel your subscription um, as quickly as you can, because um, it is something that they can do. Um, But I'll leave this uh, episode on a high note by saying that thank you to all my listeners who have continued to listen. Um, because the last time I, I checked my uh, download count, it was just uh, above 200. And then, uh, just this morning I checked, it's close to 300, which was awesome. So, I'm glad that people are still listening. So, until next we meet, uh, be safe, be well. Uh, i also like to... Give a particular shout-out to those who have been affected uh, here in Australia, particularly those in Queensland and New South Wales who have been affected by the recent bushfires. I hope that you are safe. I hope that you are able to get as much help as you can. Um, And I really would like to make sure that uh, if you're not listening or you're not able to listen to uh, please contact me and see if, if you need any help. Um, so if, if you are suffering from, uh, the bushfires at the moment, uh, please, please stay safe, uh, and make sure that you are keeping yourself hydrated, and above all, hoping that you're well. So, until next, we listen and speak, uh, live nude and be yourself, and this has been The Naked Nerd.